cliffcentral.com Yo, it's so cold. It is so cold, but I am warm and somebody up are. What's going on, Dremster? You are not dressed for this winter day. What do you mean? What are you talking about? No, no, no. What about it? Like, I have you. a scarf right behind you. I have a mm. jacket in the car. Okay. You, at I'm least you serious. should have shown me the, that. Then I'm wearing, wearing boots. I'm wearing socks. I'm wearing okay, fine, tights. Fine. I'm Good wearing morning. Pants. Good morning, Ramster. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Be Lighted. How I said hello, Ramster. You saying Aye, everyone. Go, go away. You know, you, you sound like those people who, who do a poster for music and say, there's DJ so and so and so and many more. Yes, and so you I'm are the minimal. Yes, ah, you are the minimal. Come on. <laughs> oh, I can't believe Romeo just started the show like that, guys. Really. I mean, she Good needs morning, to take, our beloved listeners. Take, he needs to take a chill pill. <laughs> Good morning. It has been such a crazy week. It has been mm. a beautiful week, and I hope it has been for you. Congratulations for signing with uh, Oh, gosh. The Queen. Like, can he stop? <laughs> Congrats, he I'm so happy. Stopping. Uh, can I, guys, can I tell you guys? So, um, the, the, the production of Ferguson Films, uh, they actually challenged Rami to say, you need to get 10,000 retweets in order for us to sign you up on the Queen. You know, the Queen plays on, uh, on, um, Zanzi Magic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she actually scored 10,000 and she actually signed. Well done. Yes, I'm so I proud did. of you, man. Thank you so much. Wow. That's brother. so awesome. That was the highlight of my week. <laughs> Okay. How about stealing Thank the you. thunder there? Thank eh? you. Uh, like, I, 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 like, I haven't even said hello yet, and there he is. No, I'm well, so it's happy. Good. No, I am. That wow. makes two of us. I'm yeah, happy. Man. I'm very happy. Yeah. So, for me, in my life, Mondays will never be the same. You actually get to see me twice because I will be on the Queen yeah. at 9, and yeah. then I'll be on Harvest at 9.30, hey. both on Monday. We are going to see you enough. Yeah, and, and the Queen goes, starts uh, for season two, starts from, it's now Mondays to Friday, no longer Monday to Thursday. Ah, finally. So, I will be there. Yeah. So, fine. Enough about me. I, I love seeing I, you in a suit, by the way. I think you look awesome in a suit. Oh, the suit is for Harvest. Yeah, yeah, it looks strange. Like I don't look like any in any of the characters at all. Okay, let's let, let's go on with the program. Okay, people need to leave. Okay, um, you know what? We have a we have a we have a fully packed um lineup sure. today. Mm. A, a seriously packed show. We don't even have time to talk about. All the little and how I went to the summers over the weekend. Yeah, that, that's insane. Yeah, that's 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 beside the point. We yes. don't care about the summers, but so yeah. Lizzie and to me they did a stellar. They're job. still an awesome I, job. Their mind was did, awesome. They were yeah. amazing. Yeah, and um and of course, uh Babes was so heartbroken that she didn't win anything. And mm. I'm like thinking, you know what? It's fine, Babes. Do what mm. you do. Yeah, it will work out in future. There's so many people who get rejected. People didn't don't even get nominated. Nice nails over by the and way. over. Thank you. I'm, like, in, I'm in character. Can we talk about uh, that? Uh, okay, I've got color. I've got red red nails, which I need for the show. Okay, moving right along. Yes, moving right along. Right. Next week, I'm gonna come with very long lashes. I'm kidding. <laughs> I hope not. Please, they mustn't do stuff to me. I, right. I, I must be able to still maintain myself and look like myself. All right. Okay. So in studio today, um, I'm. I don't even need your drum roll. My <laughs> friend, what's going on? Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Okay, today we've got two, 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 two beautiful guests. They don't know each other. They have absolutely yeah. nothing to do with one another. Yeah. And right now they're sitting next to each other and they're mm. smiling at each mm. other. <laughs> you know? And they're just like giggling like <laughs> girls because, yeah. you know, girls know how to get along quickly. And yeah. then men always I feel honored. I feel honored to be in the presence of, of such beauty. <laughs> yeah. So. Likewise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know beauty, ne? right? Uh, um, yeah, just cut him out. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, we've got. Sarika. Yeah. Sarika, is your surname Moody or is it Modi? Modi. Modi. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> not Moody. Aren't you, aren't you the guys who come and downgrade us and take us to jump status? 
yeah. you know. Mm. So we've got uh, Sarika Modi. She's mm. the MD for Triple Eight, yeah. and she has embarked on such her and the company they've embarked on such an amazing campaign, yeah. and she's going to tell us about it. And it was launched um, uh, just a few weeks of May, ago yeah. Yeah. on the 11th of May in Melrose Arch. And you know, I, I just spoke to her for the past while we we're waiting to come into into the show. I was just sitting with her talking about it, mm. and it is just amazing the things that they are going to do. Mm. So welcome, Sarika. Uh, to be lighted with Thanks, Romeo and Romeo. Yeah. And Thanks, Romeo. yeah, I know you're such a jet setter and now it's like you've got, I'm, I'm going to give you guys three minutes and I'm out of here. <laughs> so we're not going to waste time. Yeah. What we're going to do, we're just going to let you give us a, a, a short overview of what you are doing and, you know, a bit about your company as well. Because I mean, I know there's one thing to have a campaign, but then also there's triple eight, you know. So tell us a bit about that. Thanks, Rami. So I'm the managing director of Triple Eight, and we're a cause marketing agency that works with some of the leading global brands in the world. Um, and what we do with a lot of multinational brands is assist them um, in developing cause marketing initiatives that have a positive impact on South African people. And uh, the project that we're talking about today is the Johnson's Baby Healthy Skin Project, mm. which was launched uh, on the 11th of May. This is an absolutely incredible project, and it was a true honor uh, working with Johnson's Baby on this because by 2020, this project will have reached 3 million babies in mm. South Africa. Mm. What I like about this project, and most of us as parents, we never think about our baby's skin care. You're thinking she's young, you just use whatever that you use, but you actually need to take care of your baby's skin because it's the first defense against uh, sicknesses and, and, and viruses and bacteria, whatever. Romeo, you hit the nail on the head. And, mm. you know, I'm a mom of two, and I must say that before working with Johnson's baby, that's something I actually didn't even think about. Mm. It's the fact that the skin is the first line of infection against diseases. Right. It's basically your outer immune system. And for most moms, they don't realize how important the baby's skin is. So when there's something like dry, itchy skin, they see it as a non-life-threatening condition and it it tends to be overlooked mm. But actually in South Africa it's a big problem Where we have such high infant mortality um, You know and in poor Socioeconomic conditions in particular Something as simple as dry itchy skin Can get out of control You can let It allows bacteria and pathogens In and results in a whole load Of other illnesses mm. um, That we wouldn't ordinarily think about Okay and in terms of your goal uh, Which is uh, 3 million babies by 2020 how easy is it to access these babies? Because obviously you need to go through some uh, uh, serious uh, defensive parents given all the babies that are missing, especially uh, the challenges we have now in the country. So what would be some of the rollout plans uh, to get that going? The, the three million is actually going to be quite easy for us to attain. Mm -hmm. And um, that's because there's a whole numerous... Um, you know, there's a, there's a big plan with quite a number of different things that we'll be doing. Um, for starters, we know that moms are struggling to access good, uh, affordable healthcare, especially private healthcare. Right. And, um, you know, there's a massive challenge that mothers have on a day to day basis, which is that, you know, it takes, they walk 20 to 30 kilometers, for example, to the nearest clinic, get there, they tend to be unseen. Uh, on the first day and have to return on a second day. And when you're carrying a sick baby, um, all of that distance and waiting for two days, it has a, an impact on their health. Mm. So the first thing we'll be doing is actually giving mothers in government hospitals vouchers.
vouchers that give them access to affordable private health care. Right. Uh, we're also going to be doing a mass education drive around the importance of skin health. Mm-hmm. And through this mass awareness drive, you know, things like uh, being on Cliff Central today and creating awareness, we know we'll be reaching millions of mothers. So thank you also to Cliff Central and thank you mm. to the two of you for having us here today. No, sure, definitely. Ramsa? Yeah, well, I want to know, can we talk about the, the, the clinics that have been set up, you know, the rollout and how that is going to, I mean, I know it's going to benefit all those kids. And um, how many provinces are you in at the moment and how many clinics do you have? And what is the the the, the whole, what, what are the demographics around it? You know, I mean, I know you don't just plonk a clinic somewhere and mm. leave it to run by itself. Yeah. So what happens there? What was the procedure? How did you get people to... How did you identify the areas and who's busy with the with running of the clinics? So Rami, um, Johnson's baby recognized that moms are struggling to access healthcare. So what they did is they've partnered with an NGO called Unjani. And Unjani is just an absolutely incredible concept. It's a container clinic. Well, there's a series of container clinics that have been set up in low-income communities. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea behind it is to give lower-income communities access to affordable private health care that's close to them. When you go to an Njani clinic, you get seen almost immediately. Uh, there's 32 Njani clinics. Um, they're completely set up. It's a container with uh, access to water. Uh, they've got generators for electricity mm-hmm. uh, run by professional nurses from within the community. There's 32 of them currently in Gauteng, uh, Limpopo, and the Northwest Province. Yeah. But there'll probably be up to about 70 of them within the next year and a half to two years. Mm. Um, and I know that the next port of call is undoubtedly KZN. Uh, and from there, they will be uh, setting up throughout the country. Okay. So uh, at the moment, although it's predominantly Gauteng, it's going to be available countrywide. Right, before we let you go, uh, how can people get hold of your office? Because maybe someone wants to get involved or they want to recommend their area, you know, as a, as a recipient uh, for, for this project. Uh, one of the things that you can do is go onto the Johnson's Baby um, SA website uh, and leave a message for us. Um, alternatively, use the at Johnson's Baby SA or hashtag Johnson's Baby Health and we'll pick up any questions that you have. Um, alternatively, if you have a question for uh, Johnson's Baby's campaign team, just call 011-706-4086 and ask to speak to Haley. Can you repeat the number, please? It's 011-706-4086. Thank you so much. Uh, we just had an interesting chat uh, to Sarika uh, Moody, uh, who's the MD of Triple Eight, uh, the project manager uh, company that looks at the uh, Johnson's Baby Health Skin Project. So look it out uh, in your area and uh, do get involved. So thank you so much for coming through. Thanks, Romy, Romy and Rami. And if I can just add, if you can please hashtag Johnson's Baby Health right. um, if you have any comments or questions that you'd like to put on social media. Thank you so Absolutely. much for coming and have a lovely day. Thank you. All Bye-bye. Right. All right. And that number again is 011, okay, 011-706-4086 if you've got any inquiries. Balisa, um, are you listening? get hold of that. Did you listen? She said 011. And she was reprimanding you for <laughs> saying then, oh. Did I not just rectify myself? Yeah, okay, did fine, I not you stop did. myself? Uh, let me walk stop out our it. guest. I'll be back. Okay, fine. While you do that, I'm going to carry on speaking to our next guest while Romeo is thinking I'm about it. I'm walking out our guest. Go this out. is on radio. Yeah, go out. Allow me. Uh, bye, Sarika. Just don't let him in your car, please. Uh, just, just you must three steps away. Thank you, thank you. And now, while Romeo gone, uh, while Romeo is gone, I'm going to talk to you to tell you a little bit about the next guest that we have. 
She's an author, and um, which is very good. She's written a book. It's called. The sun will always rise. Anything that has to do with the sun already for me, it's like, <laughs> because that means there's a whole lot of sunlight. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of sunlight, uh, in the book. And, um, she's also talking about, um, she talks about life threatening challenges. And of course, we talk about relationships as well. And we're going to talk about marriages. And that is her speciality. Mm-hmm. Hey, Father God. <laughs> that is her speciality. And yes. we'll be talking about that. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's please welcome. Yep. You can give her a drum roll just because you can. The <laughs> <laughs> drum roll is hitting the, the mic. Oh, I'm on Valessa, was it not? It is. It is. I, I tried. No, no, don't even. Just, just, just. I've got big hands. What can I say? Just stop it. Just stop it. Okay. Anyway, um, um, we've got <laughs> the beautiful. Yes. Go, you can I do agree. the snaps. You can do the snaps. <laughs> she's so pretty. Blessing. And she's, a, and she's got beautiful teeth. They look fake. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes. They look fake. It reminds me of your book about the teeth. Mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then, no, and, 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 and you know, I, I, I got here. I, I usually get here very early and there she was. Like I walked in and five minutes later she walked in and she's like, I can't stand being late. And I'm like, wow. Order. 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 And yes, and Romeo walked in 45 minutes later. Oh. But it's fine. <laughs> I, I, you know, I await the day you can actually pay me a compliment. Uh, yeah? no, it's not gonna happen. So, please, okay, fine. please breathe, yeah. breathe yeah, 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 yeah. before you, 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 you die. You don't want to run out of breath. Mm. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to Vivian Bree Masuko. Clap your hands, Romeo. I'm, I'm taking a picture. Huh? I'm taking a picture. And there she's here, and she's here to talk to us about a whole lot of things. But before we even get into a whole lot of things, before we even talk uh, about her book, before we even get to what she does, who she's with, and all of that, let's say hello to Miss Hi, Ami. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are I'm you? I'm sitting this I'm okay. side. Thank you. Hi, Ami. Ah, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging me. I'm okay. Me. Thank you. Like, do you see how? Do you see yes, what I need to? Yes. I have to deal with. But I know he may. Yeah, but yeah. No, you see, next thing. What do you mean you know me? And what next does thing, it mean? Next thing, you know, he he drives me to drink. This guy, honestly. <laughs> but but it's fine. Oh, Novella, you are drinking. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for coming. Thanks Thank for being for here with us. Me. Yes, absolutely. Mm. So, what do you want to tell us before Romeo starts with his question? So, you mustn't let him to say create a belighted moment. And what is the importance of uh, refuse that? Uh, you have Don't to create a belated moment. No, Don't listen no. to Rami. Oh, when, you yeah, just I'm talk. going to listen to Rami. Yes. Bona, when uh-huh. you must talk, uh-huh. the belated moments will show up by themselves. Don't don't let Romeo put you in a corner. Okay. Because he will. Because he will. Okay. So can I, can I give a context of why we invited uh, Bree today? Do that. Uh, we, a, a lot of our relationships, uh, marriages, people who are staying together, whatever. Uh, whatever our different beliefs We find that uh, we have to go through A, a full season Or cycle of uh, challenges Together as a couple And uh, one of them For those who are married you know, For better, for worse uh, for, for, for richer, for poorer you know, uh, Until death do us part And I find that many times uh, Because when the wedding happens We are so excited We actually never really really understand What these words mean Until they happen to us And also what I find These challenges They also 
really bring out the real character. You know, it's like as a couple, you actually don't have money. You don't know where your next money is going to come from, or you've just both lost your jobs. That's where you actually see the real person. The real character comes out. Mm. So. The whole idea of uh, bringing Brie into the studio is to come and share some of her experiences, especially with better, uh, for better for worse. And, and, and you'll see how also uh, her husband plays such a critical role to the journey that she, she has gone through. So I uh, thought I'd just give you a context and then you can go with your questions before I get on with my belated moments. No, I actually, I asked her, how is she doing? Oh. And can she tell us a bit about herself? Okay, then. then. Oh, okay. Um, first and foremost, ne? I believe in God and His greatness for Amen. the things that He has done for me. Mm. Yes. That sounds like a song. <laughs> no, I want you to take will off, tell you will take, take oh. off those headphones, either wear them or put them. Yeah, okay, so okay. they mustn't mess with your microphone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you'll get to to find out sooner what the Lord has done for me. So that's the first thing. And I'm a mother. I have three children. Don't I, beat the table. It's giving oh. you feedback. Focus. Oh. <laughs> Okay, and uh, I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I'm I'm also on the board of Epilepsy SA Foundation. Okay, yes. All I'm right. a lecturer as well. Yes. yes. What is it that you don't do? Huh? You are a superwoman, basically. Eh? I try. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So <clears throat> I think uh, without any any waste of time, uh, you 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 you've had your fair life's challenges, yes. and uh, I think that's what I'm interested to find out. What happened? And, you know, the discovery process, you know, going through the stages of denial, acceptance, and so forth. And also interested to find out how, you know, your husband came in. And, and what, what, what did that mean to you? Because I know how much you hold your husband in such high regard as well. Uh, a lot of things happened. First, well, firstly, I'm epileptic. I have been for 33 years and he's been with me for 18 years with my epilepsy. I had lupus. I had a brain tumor. I was paralyzed and all those things. Mm. And he was just there for me, like full time. Mm. Yeah, never going back. And in, in terms of, uh, what, what is your definition of for better for worse, <laughs> given that you've actually experienced it? Being with someone regardless of the situation, your your feelings don't have to be influenced by the situation that you are in. Mm. Yeah, you love the person regardless, mm-hmm. whether you are poor or whether you are rich, whether the person is sick, whether the person is healthy, and all of that. Mm. Okay, without, without without having okay, I, I'm gonna have to sidetrack a bit because you said something very important. You said mm-hmm. was you that said, a belated moment? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> you said you said um, you are epileptic. Mm-hmm. And then you also had or have lupus. You yes. with lupus. Yes. And I want to talk about lupus a bit because I mean, um, the whole month of May, yes. it has been lupus awareness month. Yes. Awareness yes. month. Yes. And um, and I've realized that a whole lot of people, not just um, black people, the mm-hmm. black community, mm-hmm. but a lot of people they don't understand what lupus is and okay. like what do you? How do you know that someone has lupus and? You know, just, can you tell us a bit about that, just for someone who's who's listening? Because with the with it being Lupus Month, I think I can't just let that yeah, can't just slide okay. over that. Yeah, it, it's a it's an autoimmune disease. Your your immune system is fight, fighting the healthy tissues, mm-hmm. so it, it's fighting against itself. So you get lupus in different ways. Like with mine, there's there's also uh, with mine was a medically induced lupus because of the epilepsy. Epilepsy medication that I was taking, uh-huh. I got lupus. Okay, and then some they just get it 
back and, and then it, it yeah. comes it, it sometimes it's on the skin mine was joint sometimes it it um like it it's the organs yeah. different things okay, depending on different people i know that mm-hmm. um okay a very good friend of mine Ponsu Mkhakwani mm-hmm. also has lupus mm-hmm. and you know i know when when it gets bad and when it gets really really sore and then you know i know she needs to go and get those hormonal injections on her spine about mm-hmm. five or six of them mm. like you know it, they do it like an epidural it is injection it yeah. is bad and then when she is in pain she is in such a state that she can actually not move yeah so um what other not not this but what other signs um, the basic signs, for instance, when someone doesn't know, because now when someone does that, someone will be thinking, I, this one, we must pray for them. They're probably uh, possessed or something. Gandhi, it is something that is medical because she also is like the joints, the joints get yes, stiff. With, with me, it started mm. with the, I was exercising and then I felt pain on the, on the joints. That's, that, that's when I went to see the doctor mm-hmm. and then I was diagnosed. I want you to also talk about, <clears throat> uh, educate your partner. When this kind of thing start to happen, you know, you start noticing the difference and, 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 you know, as this thing happened, educate your partner. Because also I find that if your partner is not educated, they don't know what to do. And then they could also act out of, you know, uh, frustration, mm. you know, because you are constantly in pain. You are constantly going through this and now they have to miss work. They have to. And it becomes that can cause friction in a relationship. But then you see with my partner, he's the one who always researches. He will tell me what to do and what things to eat and yeah, he okay. always. Does so he's, he's 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 very 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 involved. Yes, okay. very very very. But what is the importance of disclosing? Let's say we're going to date, you know, we're meeting, and uh, uh, the importance of disclosing those kind of things to to a partner as well, because then they can go and learn uh, to research so that they know how to help you. Yes, it is important because what if it happens and we are on a date and you don't know anything? It's going mm. to cause problems. Mm. So I have to be upfront with. All, all yeah. the illnesses that like I have, yes, right. yes. Right. immediately, okay. yes, okay, okay. And then mm. have you? Because now that we're talking about relationships, but um, have you found have you found that to be a bit of a stumbling block in your previous relationships? No, nope. or I'm, what? I'm, or it, like no, I, this I, guy I, happened, and then he was like, <laughs> "I got this." No, I each and every type of relationship that I can get into, I'm not ashamed of. My epilepsy. Or no, no, I understand. But things, what I'm, but my question is that: uh-huh. Have you found that, uh, like the other, like the, then the partner mm-hmm. the, on the other side, mm-hmm. like maybe your previous relationships where someone could actually not be, could not fathom, could not be able to contain or no, understand no. what you they just was yes. everyone always supported yes. and yeah. understand. Let me yes. come in there. Yeah. I think also what I want us to do the empowerment part of the show is to say what would you recommend because that's why people are stuck between do I disclose. Or do I keep quiet? Uh, what would you encourage someone to do, especially when they have these kind of uh, challenges and illnesses, and then they are going on a date, or you know, are the guys interested? What are some of the ideas and advices that you can give as well? Um, well, it depends on on how far your relationship is. I can look, you can't just uh, disclose mm. disclose on the first date. Yeah. yeah, you you look at the kind of person the guy is, and then you 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 disclose. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And okay. then if he can't take it, then it's too bad. Yeah, no, it's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what yeah, I changed it. I mean, yeah, you've got to take me as I am. There's nothing you can do about uh, it. Okay. Now, can, can, uh, be, uh, we will talk about your book, but I want to understand what, what is your passion about, what's so passionate about you and relationships and marriages <laughs> and wanting to make it work? <laughs> 
and 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 you know i mean other people their passion is cooking and they they write recipes others their their passion is 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 being on the screen or being on radio and you your passion looks like uh, like relationships is one of the things that that drives you that make you wake up in the morning not, and why is that not really um <laughs> i'm not a marriage expert or anything yeah. romeo um, invited me because I seem to have a sort of perfect, perfect nyana marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Your marriage is perfect. It's not a perfect nyana. Perfect. No, 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 no. Ari, sort of perfect nyana. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is like a good 18 years later. Yeah? Wow. Yeah, but it is like, yo, I'm so blessed, Rami. Yeah. I really don't know. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm like really blessed. Yeah, like unbelievably so. Mm. That's yeah. so awesome. Okay, fine. Tell us about your, uh, your marriage, how you met your husband. <laughs> we met in a train. I was working in Isando. We were both working in Isando, actually. And then we just became friends. You met on a train, like a metro rain, because yes, I know metro how train was in there. Metro, yes. Sparapar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, and then what happened? Yeah. And then you ca- we became friends, and then things, one thing led to another, and then here we are. Wow. And this was 18 years ago? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Okay, okay. Uh, and I'm divorced. <laughs> Romeo can't even say anything because he yes, is divorced. I know. Trust me, mm-hmm. Like a lot. Like, I didn't want the he, listeners to know he, that. He's divorced to the last number. Ah, thank <laughs> you. No, no, oh, listen. Listen. Okay. listen. Like, nah, oh, no, no, no. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm just divorced. Romeo's divorced, divorced to the last divorced, number. Divorced. Like, what does that mean? No, like, huh? it, it, you can't do, it can't get worse. Feels than like this. the Gupta email exposure. <laughs> it huh? can't get Exposing. worse. Than, it can't get worse than this. <laughs> so, but it's it's quite cool because now we you know we come here, but then we still like serious believers in relationships. We you know we okay, believe that's in, good. believe in marriage, mm-hmm. we believe in love. Ah, I love love. Okay, yo, I love love mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and and then it also helps for us to to talk about that. So in your book, mm-hmm. I know you talk about family. You talk mm-hmm. about different life challenges, but then uh, you talk about different stages, obviously, and the importance of family, and um, and relationships in general. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us about your book and you can can you also um tell us about the relationship that you have with your in-laws yeah it's as i said my marriage is perfect yes so my relationship with my with my in-laws is perfect yes yes but what did it take what did it take because i don't think you meet people and you know things fall into place i'm lovable you know Ah. i am but I am. I don't know why, mm. but yeah, I think okay. I I think I was raised well at home, Kinalbutu and all that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how and how, how would I you, respect a lot? How would you then help someone whose relationship with the in-laws are struggling? You know, in terms of some of your you know experiences of having had. Uh, your ability to turn your in-laws, I mean, uh, before your, your in-laws became the outlaws. What are some of the advice that you can give someone whose relationship with their in-laws is not that great? Identify what the problem is. Mm. And then if, if the problem is the mother-in-law, talk to her. And then I know that there are some mother-in-laws that are very difficult, but then if 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 people don't like you, they don't like you. There's nothing much you can do. You can, you can just respect them and act lovingly towards them, and that's that's as far as you, as you can go. One of the things that I find very important mm-hmm. to add on what you're saying mm-hmm. is maybe if you don't have a healthy relationship with your in-laws, mm-hmm. you need to find a way to 
uh, have a relationship for the kids as well because I find that when you don't have a relationship, chances are by default uh, the kids won't go and visit their grandparents. Or I mean, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's important to create some form of a relationship for the sake of your children as well. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And always go there and visit, even if you know they don't like you. But the, the, I mean, she is your husband's mother. Mm. There's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, so, what is the name of your book and the inspiration to write it? Uh, the, the sun will always rise. It means that uh, problems will always go away. You mm. know, because we there, there is time for darkness and there's also time for light. So, whenever you, you are going through the dark times, you must always remember that the sun is going to rise. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the inspiration to write the book? My life. Okay, so essentially you went through uh, all these challenges and then you decided to actually share with the world uh, how to go through some of the challenges you've had. No, I at first I wanted to write a book to um, to write about epilepsy awareness because there's a lot of stigma yeah. attached to it. True, mm, true. And then it was January 2014 and then the brain tumor happened and then the paralysis happened and everything else came. Yeah, and then I decided to... Put it in, mm. yeah. So now, uh, Brie, you okay? And we'll talk. I'm, I'm going to go more into the book, but mm-hmm. you, you, you are dealing with epilepsy, yes, which re, which kind of induced your lupus, yes. Then you had a brain tumor, yes. You had paralysis, yes. And then you're sitting here in front of me, fully abled, <laughs> talking fully functional. Mm. I see both your arms are moving. You, you walked in God. here. You walked in here and all of that. So now, um, can what goes through someone's head when you are faced with those many challenges in your life? Because I mean, I'm not, this, this, I'm, I mean, I know these were not your only challenges. I'm just they say, uh, yes, yes, setting they them apart because the other people, you know, someone can get a headache mm-hmm. and already for them, their life is over. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, and then when you've had all these hard hitting, hectic, um, emotionally draining, probably spiritually draining and financially draining as well. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've had a yes, call where the medical yes, aid yes, has to say, yes. by the way, your funds have <laughs> run out uh, uh. and then you start wondering now from here then what mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so how then do you still get the willpower and get the strength because yes you know you know i, I and i understand and, and i'm not taking away the element that god is always there and he put you he pulled you through that mm-hmm. because god is there for everybody but yes. there's a particular role that you as a person yourself you it need is. to play yes. so that yeah. you can match that kind of, so maybe I'm asking like the level of faith or in, I don't know what I'm, but you know what I'm, what I'm, yes, what I'm saying. I guess so what is it that drove you to keep going and not stop? My children, because they were young at the time, the young one was, it was like three years, back. he was nine, the other one was 10, the other one was 12. And then if I die, hmm. what's going to happen? I couldn't give up. One of the things uh, that you mentioned in your book as well is how many times we actually put our faith in doctors. You know, doctors telling you you've got so much to live, you know, and how did you pull through, you know, first time hearing about that you're going to live for this long, 
but then you actually counter, you know, that and you actually stood, you know, in faith. I did not hear that. Um, I they was said in a coma. It. Remember, I was in a coma. Right. Yes, and then they told my husband. Okay. Yes. Mm, but uh, but then how when did I came out, mm. they said I was not going to walk. I should just be in the hospice. I was not going to walk or talk or anything. Mm. And I just I just had willpower. I don't know where I got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had the willpower to, to move on. My, my question then is, mm. how do you counter that? You know, obviously, you got to sit and think, do I take the doctor's report or do I believe differently about myself? How did you go through that phase in order for you not to allow what the doctors are saying to you to where you are sitting today? You know, I I always okay. I don't I don't know how to explain this, ne? But when 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 I was paralyzed, I could see myself that I was paralyzed, ne? But I wasn't processing it. Mm. I could see that I'm suffering with with bathing and all this, but I wasn't. I, mm-hmm. I, I I I there was never a time where I said I'm going to win this. Mm. I was just taking it day by day. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Brie, okay, now uh, can we talk about your book? I can see it's, it's actually a memoir. It's a memoir. Yes. It's kind of, again, not a memoir. Um, autobiography. Autobiography, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because mine is a memoir. Sorry, I, I, I don't know why I use that. <laughs> what is the name but of your book? Is, Let's I, talk about I, I, it no, a little bit. No, 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 no. We're not going there. So um, I can see one of the first things that you mentioned in your book mm-hmm. is your names. <laughs> Your official names. Yes. Because um Bolugeng mm-hmm. and Vivian. Yes. And you say you don't like them. Yes. And then for you it would remind me of those other names that they give other kids like Matakala, which is rubbish, Matromola, mm. sadness, decay lady tears, you know, mm. Oba grandfather, Oma grandmother, Krupega, suffering. Kiriboni, hey, I've seen them, eh? My shilling, shillings. Someone must just call me billions. If they want to give me a name, they must call me billions. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I'll get billions. But now, comparatively speaking, mm-hmm. with, okay, I mean, I know Mpoloking, it means save me. Or but, bury me. Yes. Because it's it's two different things. But that's what but people now, think when you say your name is Mpolokeng, then yeah. that's bury me. Yeah, because it, it means know? because with Mpolokeng it means a lot of things. It could yes. be save, save me, me or bury or me. Bury me yes. Or preserve me. Yes, you or know? preserve me. Yes. So but then you, so now why did you not like and then what was wrong with Vivienne? What's in a name? Because I've been named after someone. Why couldn't they give me my own name? Like Bridget, you know, Bridget it's 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 my it's the name that my mother was wanted for me. Mm-hmm. And then I grew up everyone took calling Call me Bridget. Bridget. And then the next thing I get to high school, I have to write my metric exams. I find out I'm Vivian Mpuluge. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but what is the significance of uh, the, the name, the meaning in a name according to you? Because obviously you kind of like trying to get I don't a know. I feel like I have to love my name. Mm. I have oh, to be proud true. of my name. That is true. Mm. Um, my friend, my best friend who passed on uh, in 2013, mm-hmm. her name was Matlakala. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, translate, what's Matlakala, Matlakala for, the, for some is, of us who is, don't it's know? It's rubbish. And then she went into to the home affairs and officially changed her name. Mm. And, and I kind of married 
I don't know, she had another weird name, but uh, another English name. But then she loved Shirley. I think she loved Shirley. Oh, Bessie. you're talking about Shirley? Yeah, ah, Shirley. Yes. And then she went in and she officially changed her names mm. and called herself Shirley. She's mm. not Shirley. She was not Shirley. Mm. She was Matlakala Helen, something, another weird name. But And she didn't like either of the names. Mm. She didn't like any of them. And then she went in and she changed them. Mm. This is based on the fact that people believe that, you know, y- your name carries either your luck or your blessings or, you know, your curse. There was a time when I wanted to change it and then my husband uh, advised me otherwise. But ish, I don't like my name, Zay. Okay. I, I do not so, like uh, my name. Is, is this your challenge that you eventually going to change them? Because you, could, you could just go to Home Affairs and get new names and change them. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's something that I'm, I've already written a book under Vivian. You know, I have no, degrees under no, Vivian. It's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Isn't it a, hey. a lot of work? We, there was Prince, there was, uh, Symbol, there was nothing. I mean, you can change your name as many times as yeah. you want, mm. but I, I hear you. But then now you've made peace with Vivian Bree. Yes. Like brief for Bridget, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you are content with that. There's no running to the home yes, affairs and changes. Yes. <laughs> okay. so that's fantastic. And then yeah. um the journey in writing your book. I can see your book here. Your forward has been done by one uh which I, I know his name. Let me just find it. Let me just find it quickly. Uh I have your book in my hand. So the foreword has been done by one Romeo Hanyani Mavasa. Um why? Why did you get Romeo Mabasa to do your foreword? Do I need to be here for this? What? Uh, <laughs> We're no. not talking about you. Oh. Okay. No, I because apologize. we are friends. So Romeo is your friend. Yes. And then, um, but I mean, anyone you have and lots he of was friends. the one who was helping me with writing a book, and he had experience. He's an author. Rami. He's an uh, author. But that's the whole. That's the whole point. Why him? That's what, that's you just gave me a reason. You see my you? face oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay. yeah, that's what I was trying to say because I know you've got lots of friends, and I also see that Hector, Hector, the motivator, also um, did um, the second part of your yes. forward. I I needed actually three people, like uh, two motivational people, because my book is is both educational and motivational. Uh, motivational. Two um, from motivation and one from education. And yeah. the people that I wanted from education said no. They said no. Yes. Okay. So uh, got like, a message from uh, our number one listener. And her name is Pulling Hopper. And she says, wow, Vivian, overcoming major health challenges, such resilience. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Eh? <laughs> this is awesome. Now let's go back to, uh, I, I really wish that we can talk more about Couples and you know the fairy tale that they sell each other, but then when challenges come, then you know you find that you are on your own. But then you thought you had a man or you had a woman, but now you know you are in crisis and they are not there. Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are some of the advice, belighted moment that you can create for couples who actually never ever have experienced challenges? Both of them, you know, many times you find that it's your husband only going through a challenge, and you kind of like saying, "Okay, sort it out," or I'll encourage you to sort it out. But mm-hmm. what about couples who have to experience something, both of them? And then you know what is the p- power and the importance of tackling life's challenges together. I say, um, when things are well, mm. take good care of each other, love mm. each other, respect each other, treat each other well, mm. so that when things go bad, mm. you will be able to 
be there for each other. Can you imagine if I had been the worst wife ever and then uh-huh. I, you know, mm. yeah, I don't think yeah, my and husband then, would And then you're going to a coma, we will yeah. switch off the machine. <laughs> yeah, you see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And, and then, um, in Sipe, Dibari, what do they say, ka, ngata na yesang? Do you like it? You can't pray. No, like you can't pray. So there's the power of togetherness. Yes. Okay. Um, so, um, Bridget, I, I, I want to ask you this because I have a friend who has been in hospital for over a year now. And in the whole, this whole year, there has been so much, um, Ups and downs. Just when you think he's getting better, he would get worse. Just when you think he gets better, he gets worse. And I've seen the the strain that it has put on his wife and the strain that it has put on his children. You know? And not because not because they they're tired of him, but they're actually tired. Yes. It is tiring. The situation is, the situation is, is tiring. Yes. So it is not just bad for the patient, but it's also bad for the people taking care of the patients, mm-hmm. uh, the family, mm. the, the, the spouse. So it becomes a bit of a, a bit of an issue. I remember a few, uh, a few weeks ago, no, two weeks back, we actually got her to go to got, got the wife to go on a, on a mini holiday so mm. that she can just recharge, you know? Mm. And mm. then that days when you, you know, when she, you, she says, I am tired. I am actually not physically able to get up, to go to the hospital. And then says, Rami, can you go? You know? And I know to someone else who hasn't been in the situation, you'll think, ha, Mago go over. What's wrong? I mean, after mm. all, it's, it's your husband. Go. Mm. But mm. then I know it is tiring. Mm. And funnily enough, when you get that involved, I get, me myself, from a distance, mm. I get tired. So I can imagine how it is for someone who is as close as a yeah. husband, mm. as a partner, as a spouse. Feeling the burn and you know the brand because first they need you to get better, yes. they need your lives, yes, um, to be back to normal. Mm. They don't want you to die, so they're dealing with a whole lot of things. So, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm saying this to say, like, mm. I can imagine the strain that it must have been for your husband yes. to sometimes watch you and wonder if are you gonna pull through or not, yes, mm. you know, he mm. probably got emotionally tired. Spiritually tired, physically tired, financially financially tired as well. Mm-hmm. And then here's the wife. He's sitting there looking all helpless. If he could, there's a whole lot of things that he could do to get you out of that situation. Mm. But now he also doesn't have a wife at home. Mm. The kids need to be taken care of. Mm. And and I just need to know how how was that whole transition? How was that whole um experience? How has it been for him, for your kids, for even your immediate families, you know, your mom and everyone else. And I think just to add to that as well from Rami's point, mm. you find that you are frustrated because you see him frustrating yeah. but hiding it. Yeah. Yeah, because um, we were hiding I was, okay, when I, when I got diagnosed, because firstly when I got diagnosed with lupus, I didn't take it well. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think that I would get another chronic illness. I mean, I have lived with epilepsy. I believed like epilepsy was my life. Yeah. yeah. And then came lupus and I thought, but why me? You know? Mm-hmm. And then the brain tumor and then I, I just gave up when the brain tumor came. I just said, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Mm. And then 
I was not worried until close to the operation yeah. from, for removing the brain tumor. That's when I, I started becoming scared. I was scared and he was also scared, but we were not telling each other that we were yeah, scared because yeah. I was trying to be strong for him and he was, was trying, trying to be, strong be yeah, for you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then when I was in hospital, the, we had our, our helper and our, my, my sister's baby was also living with us. So she was helping with the children. Oh, I don't yeah. think they, well, they missed me, but I don't think it was bad. Mm. Okay. Mm. And, and, and what about, uh, the, the financial strain that, uh, this kind of, uh, uh, health issues put on your relationship, including, uh, you know, the exhaustive chances are, you know, you exhaust the medical aid. You know, do you think a lot of couples are actually prepared for that? You know, how of many of us not. actually proactively say, if this should happen, here is some little money that will help us? We do not do that. We do not budget for the unknown. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a very bad thing to do. Okay. Yeah, because my medical aid uh, got up to 1.2 million. Yo. For one hospital only, because I was in two hospitals. I, the, the other one where I. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm a new scaring our guest now. 1.2 million. <laughs> I, I'm interested yeah. in that. Yeah, so you're telling me. Yeah, yeah the, the first hospital, I don't know the second. The, the second hospital was for rehab. Yeah. And the other one was when I, the operation and staying and the coma and the locked in syndrome and all mm. these illnesses that I caught. Mm. Yeah. All in all, how many days or how many months were you in hospital if you counted? Obviously, you'll continue uh, with the, with the, with that response as well. Three, three months. Full time. Yes. You were not time. home for three months. Yes. So that was like the longest you've been. Yes. Okay, mm. but then it's not, it's, but it wasn't the only time you've been in hospital. Oh. You've been in and out, in and out. It's my in, second home. It's like, <laughs> it was, it was. Oh, it okay, was, yes. In yeah. Jesus' name, then. <laughs> okay. And, and, yeah. and, um, and now, after all of this, now here we are. Now, yes. how mm. are you feeling? I mean, you're looking absolutely fabulous. You don't mm. look like anybody who's got any <laughs> issues whatsoever. Yeah, you know I'm, I mean? I'm fine. I went back to work and next semester, because, um, like last sem, like this semester, I was teaching one subject. I, when I went back to work, they brought me in like bit by bit. So mm. I'm teaching one subject this semester. Next semester, I'm going to try to. Okay. I think I'm going to be fine. All right, uh, we we are running out of time as uh, as always. But I I, I really uh, can I ask you to take some time to really reflect and uh, share with our listeners uh, some of your lessons, you know, in summary of couples. What are those things that you really need to look out for? One of the things that you talk a lot about is, as a mother, you're thinking uh, I might I might pass away, you know, I might die. Mm -hmm. And then, you you know, you're worried about who's going to take care of your kids. You know, you talk a lot about having a will, for example. Mm -hmm. we, are, mm -hmm. we are not big into wills. And, yeah, and as blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, mm. it's really important because mm. you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know so, about, yeah. You don't know what's going to happen when you live here. Mm. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, you kick the bucket. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so re just reflect. Uh, if, let's say, you are sitting in a group uh, couples are sitting there and they ask you and say, please give us, based on your experience, mm -hmm. give us some of those thought-provoking advice that we need to take into account, you know, as we, we, we grow through life together. Um, what, what I could say is that you, you don't know what's going to happen to you. That's why I say you, you have to take care of each other so that when, when something happens, mm. You will be there for each other. We have to support each other, love each other, respect each other, understand each other's weaknesses and strengths. Mm. Mm. Things that, well, we're 
things that you do when you're in life, you should keep doing when you're married. Mm. Mm-hmm. And how are your kids How are your kids now How are they feeling Are they excited oh, That they mommy's are, back yeah, In full yes, force yes, yes yes Now you get to Now you get to Now you get to Do all the activities mm. Go to school with them See Go for meetings <laughs> <laughs> You know Go out uh, Dine Do sports mm. And seriously Get involved yes. Because I think It must have been Quite difficult Having you In and out yeah, Of mm, yeah. the house Going mm. to the hospital mm. a, a lot of times you Yes know? You know, sometimes, I mean, I'm sure it must have been scary when you don't know whether, like, if, the, when they come back to school, are they going to find you home or not? Yes, mm. because, uh, my, my, my husband always says every time when he came back from the hospital, they would ask how I was. Mm-hmm. And then he would just say, I'm getting better, even when I was not. Yeah. Because it was ups and downs. Mm. Yeah. I just got a, got another uh, quick question. Uh. How, do you then help the kids cope? Because they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And they know mommy is not home for three months. How do you then help them to cope? You know, what advice would you give parents, you know, in a similar situation? I was not there, Romeo. I, mm. I don't know how they coped. I don't know what Mpo uh, um, did. Mm. Yeah. I was about to ask this Beautiful husband, what's his name? And then you said, <laughs> Mpo. Mpo. Yeah. because you kept on saying, So, your husband, I wish he was here, man. Then your husband yeah, he's nice. working. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be nice for him to have yeah, you know, so I think can hear so his too. side of the story. But I'm happy that you, you're back in action, you're looking yes, good, you're looking I'm happy well. Too. Thank you so much. And, and I love how you just like after you bounce back, you just attacked life. I mean, you're doing everything. You wrote a book about it, you know, yeah, second book. chance. You're you, doing, yeah, so you're not messing it up, you're seriously taking it head on mm. and taking it in your stride and you're doing so so well a book you're a lecturer you are you're doing your phd i you're believe doing your phd you're yeah. studying nice and then also you're working mm. and then you still have a family to take care of and you still have kids to take care of and you still have to 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 take care of as yes. well i mean yes. appreciate yes. it well. yeah. yeah so mm. so you've got a lot on your plate and we can only wish you the best and hope Thank that so life Thank can you be for the uh, so definitely i can tell you that the sun has always yeah. is back it is now shining <laughs> on you and it will always shine uh, on you. Okay. how, how you do so people much. get hold of you if they want to invite you to for talks i am um, on on okay let me give my number first ne? it's zero seven two one seven five right four one one nine okay zero seven two one seven five four one one nine. I'm okay. on Facebook, Bridget Masuku. On Instagram, Vivian Bril Masuku. On okay. Twitter, at Bril underscore Masuku. Uh-huh. Moving with yes. the time. Oh, yes. nice. Absolutely. That is absolutely <laughs> fabulous. And we, we wish you the best, man. My yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I think, I think, I think, I think we have out, uh, outdone. Outdone this woman who's sitting across us. Mm. We must just let her go and work. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to work after this, right? Oh, Is it school holidays again? No. Oh, okay. oh she's those ones who take Mondays off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, thank you so much uh, for coming in. We thank really you wish so you the best yeah, uh, with so your much, future plans. And uh, we hope you get lots of invites to come and talk about your life's journey. Uh, because I know you will definitely help a lot of people. Okay. As well. Yes. You. And, and that's it from us. It does yeah. has been belighted on this Monday morning. Yep. And we hope to see you back again. Remember to get hold of us via WhatsApp or 7974820090. Yeah. Um, you can, yeah, leave messages. We will find them there. And, um, and Maromza, hmm. 
I think you know, we didn't talk about the fact that I went to the summers, but it's fine. I don't care that you okay, went fine. to the summers. Okay. All right, cheers. Uh, have a lovely weekend. Uh, we <laughs> love you and we appreciate you. Download all the podcasts. Tell your friend about it. Join the, the, the Cliff Central newsletter. It has some uh, uh, amazing antidotes. Yeah. Uh, and, and follow uh, us at Belighted. Uh, belighted Show. Yeah, belighted Show on Insta and on and, Twitter. Yeah, uh, and on belighted with Ramin Romeo with on Ramin Facebook. Romeo. Yeah. Hey, Tara. Hola. Beautiful week. Cliffcentral.com.